Welcome, everyone, to a special bonus episode of the Backmarkers F1 Show podcast. I'm your host, Chris Cato, and today we're going to be doing a bonus episode and kind of a debate-style video on a popular topic in the last couple of weeks in the F1 world, thanks to the street circuits of Monaco and Baku. And that is the idea of penalizing drivers who cause red flag scenarios. So we obviously saw it with Charles Leclerc in Monaco, and we saw a ton of red flags this past weekend in Azerbaijan from the likes of Yuki Tsunoda and Daniel Ricciardo and drivers like that. So this is a very interesting and controversial topic that the FIA has actually been considering in the last couple of weeks. So to kind of unpack this debate and hash out whether this is a good or bad idea, I've got Backmarker's F1 Show co-host Tyler McDonald joining me today. Tyler, thanks for doing this. Oh, thanks for having me on. It's a, a very interesting topic here that's uh, stirred a lot of controversy over the last couple of races. It certainly has, and I'm very interested to have this talk today. And of course, please jump down in the comment section below and let us know your thoughts, because this is a debate between us two, but I think we kind of have a similar opinion on it. So we'll try and play devil's advocate here and there. But after you're done watching this video, let us know down below what you think of this. And it was interesting because after the red flag in Monaco, you know, Max Verstappen was very upset by the red flags caused, but said that he understood the situation and that driver like Leclerc shouldn't be penalized because drivers are pushing in Q3, a track like Monaco, it happens. Obviously, he's done it before. And then it was interesting to see Toto Wolf kind of make some comments about it. And then the FIA really took it seriously after Mercedes team principal Toto Wolf made some comments afterwards. And we see in different racing series like IndyCar, they have things like this. So starting with you, Tyler, what do you think? Should drivers be penalized for causing a red flag? Uh, no. In qualifying, no, I don't think so personally, Chris. And, and the reason I say that is because if you look at what happened to Charles Leclerc in Monaco, well, he was penalized. He didn't start the race from pole at his home Grand Prix. Um, if there isn't a bigger penalty than that, I don't know what there is. Um, usually red flags are only going to be for serious incidents in, in that require you know a cleanup and the car to be removed, right? Uh, if this happened at Paul Ricard or if this happened... Um, at a, and, you know, another open track, like let's say um, uh, Texas, let's say Texas, you know, where there's room for cars to get out of the way and, and head down an escape road uh, or you know, near a safety vehicle, then we won't see a red flag in that scenario. We see yell yellows for a second, but once the car is removed, um, there won't be a, a red flag. So it's just the scenario of where we were the last two weeks, Monaco and Baku, two very tight street circuits. And the red flags we saw in Baku, I mean, I don't think you could say any of them were intentional. None of them were intentional because all four of those red flags, is it four or three? I think it was four. I think it was four. We're all drivers pushing. Um, so I don't know how you can penalize a driver for pushing to the limits because once you start penalizing drivers for that, then what, what's F1 all about? So that's my opinion. And and I think that, you know, yes, there's, you know, very... Um, I guess nasty things you can do with the red flag, and you know if if you know science is a, is in the lead, you know you can uh, bend it off into turn one and you know make sure that he gets pulled. But I think there's a lot of drivers who don't do that, and I think there's a lot that will just go for another another good solid lap to get pulled. So I would agree with you too. I don't think that they should be penalized for causing a red flag and qualifying, whether it be Q one or two or three. 
but I do have some solutions that could address this problem. But I really think this is a problem, like you said, that's been unique to the last two races because when you think of before this and in pre- previous years, we really haven't had this issue that much. Very rare that we get a red flag in qualifying. Double wave yellows or just yellow flags are more common. I think back to Valtteri Bottas in the first race of last season when he caused the double wave yellows on the final runs in Q3, which Lewis Hamilton eventually got penalized for, for driving through them and not slowing down. So there's an interesting one that you could say drivers being penalized for causing (laughs) double wave (laughs) yellows as well, right? But I think it is very specific to these street circuits. But the reason why I wouldn't penalize them is because they didn't do it on purpose. I mean, when we look back at it, first thing that comes to mind, Nico Rosberg in 2014, you know, going down the little escape road in Monaco, he'll deny it to this day, but he did it on purpose, right? But then again, how are you going to necessarily prove that he did it on purpose? We obviously have Michael Schumacher, same thing in Monaco, which he was penalized for because it was pretty obvious. So (laughs) that's a totally different scenario that we're talking about, right? But Leclerc was punished for his accident. And he didn't start the race the next day. In most cases, most cases, sometimes you'd have a gearbox penalty or a chassis change. You used to have to start from the pit lane. So that's where you do get penalized. But for me, and I'm curious what you think, my solution to this is, okay, let's take Monaco, for example. Leclerc crashes out in Q3. Verstappen was going quicker. Bottas was going quicker. Red flag the session. Doesn't matter how much time is left. Clean the track up. And then we go to a qualifying overtime section where the rest of the drivers get to go out again, complete a a full lap. And that could be, in a sense, a penalty to Leclerc because he's not able to go faster again while the others try and go faster again. That would be kind of a simple solution to me because otherwise I don't see giving penalties like that really making much sense and it's kind of going to be difficult to police. But for me, why not just send them out for an extra additional lap as some sort of an overtime session and just have them complete a lap? Yeah, I would agree. My solution is... is similar to yours but it it doesn't involve like an overtime title it was just it would just be in my opinion um for a red flag you add you know 2x what a lap time would be so let's say you're at um monaco and the lap time is a minute 20 so you would add two minutes and 40 seconds onto the qualifying uh time and that way you get their normal warm-up lap and an actual lap in um, so that would be my solution, which is similar to yours, um, that, you know, it, it kind of leads to an overtime scenario. Uh, but in this case, let's say there was, uh, you know, two minutes left in the session. Well, now there'd be four minutes and 40 seconds left in the session rather than just a one shot qualifying. So um, very good point for, from you, though. It, it's, it, you know, we need to have that extra lap just because uh, we want to see these these drivers and see what they can do. We'll be right back to the podcast in just a minute. But we'd like to remind you guys that the support for the Backmarkers F1 show is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming champions of the world. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You can join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer just for you guys. You can get 20% off and free worldwide shipping when you use the code BMF1SHOW at manscaped.com. And guys, of course, you know, in the F1 world, it's all about being as aerodynamically efficient and smooth as possible. And Manscaped's Lawnmower 4.0 will help you do just that with its intelligent functionality and an incredibly comfortable grooming experience. So go to manscaped.com and use the code BMF1SHOW to get 20% off 
and unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Now let's get back to the show. Right, and I think the other part of it too is there's a team strategic element to this, which we saw in Azerbaijan worked out well for Ferrari and Leclerc, which is getting track position, going out early, and getting a banker lap in. And we've seen this in many other places that teams do this just in case there is a red flag. So there's somewhat of a a reward there to be made for teams who get the strategy right and send their cars out during the right time because we see this often in Q3, right? You remember back to Monza a few years ago where they wait until the very last second and then everybody comes out at the same time. Well, teams that come out first, maybe 30 seconds or a minute earlier, will be rewarded because they get to avoid any yellow flags or red flags or stuff like that. So I don't think penalties is a solution and it's not something that we've really had to have an issue or a problem with in the last couple of years. It was just something unique to these two circuits because Leclerc's situation in Monaco, he was only the fifth driver in F1 history to fail to start a race after claiming pole position, which we did a video on a couple of weeks ago. Check that out uh, in the bio as well. So I, I don't know. I, I don't think that the FIA really should be looking at this as to make a, a change for the future. I, I would agree, Chris. Um, I don't think they need to step foot into something that may just create more problems for them in the future. You know, don't, uh, don't touch something that isn't broken. So, um, you know, they can use discretion like they did with Schumacher back in 2004. You know, he knew that was on purpose, so they penalized him. Um, it's going to be pretty obvious when things are on purpose for the most part. So uh, I think you leave it the same. And if you really want to make sure that, you know, teams you know, don't do it, you add one of our scenarios in where they get a little extra lap to prove where they can be in qualifying. Right, because to play devil's advocate, you would say, okay, well, a driver causing a red flag should be punished or penalized because the drivers behind him can't go quicker. And in the case of Max and Monaco, he was. He had a faster sector one, was going to be a faster sector two. So how is that fair? Something needs to be done. But then I would also look at it to say Charles Leclerc's pole time in Monaco was set on his first run in Q3, which he didn't make a mistake. So to me, it doesn't make sense to penalize him for a lap in which he aced because he set the fastest time and Max made a mistake on his first run in Q3. So, you know, you see what I'm trying to say there where it's you're penalizing him for a lap that he actually did well. But the crash is, in a sense, is the penalty if, if people are trying to understand what I'm trying to say. So that part doesn't necessarily make sense to me where his first run was just fine. So why take away his good run that he did everything right on just because he happened to crash on the second one, just looking for extra lap time. Yep. No, I would agree completely with you, Chris. I mean, I, I don't get how you could penalize someone there. Um, but uh, you know, I guess if you want to play devil's advocate, uh, like you said, um, what, what would your penalty be for that? Would it be three you know, grid places? Would it be five? Would it be a start from the pit lane? What is the most um, logical solution to this? And, and I don't know if there is one because you know, what if you do a three-place grid penalty? Okay, well, then they start fourth. Okay, well, what if it's a track like, um, uh, where does Valtteri say he never wants to start first and he always wants second, start second from? Russia. Russia. So what if what if you go, okay, well, you know, maybe I don't want first and I'll go, actually, I'll, I'll pick fourth. And then you know, it's, so you, you get into different scenarios like that where, okay, maybe they're doing it on purpose again so they can slot back a little bit to avoid you know, a crash. I, I don't know. It's it, There's nonstop ways that f1 teams are going to try and find a loophole and try to find the best way uh to to make their race the best 
Um, so you're just going to cause more problems, I think, if you do start penalizing people. Yeah, I would agree. And we see it work in, in some other racing series, as I mentioned, IndyCar, and I'm sure other series as well do it. But in my opinion, hasn't been much of an issue for Formula One. And as we saw some of the comments from the drivers like Fernando Alonso this past weekend, he was just kind of talking about how a lot of drivers were driving the car past the limitation of the car. So it just could be that some of the younger guys, you know, they're they're a little bit hot on the brakes like Yuki Sonoda was going into turn three and just trying a little bit too much. So that, that could be another part of this. But I think it just starts a complication in which, like you brought up, we mentioned then, okay, what do you do with double wave yellows then? What do you do if, like Bottas in Austria 2020, just running wide and then team drivers behind him can't get slower? So I think it opens up a really, it opens up a, a can of worms in terms of where it could get really kind of sketchy in certain different areas. And it's not necessarily something that we need fixing. So hopefully Formula One and FIA will discuss it, but won't try and do anything to, to implement any rules because we've seen them in the last couple of years really try and change things that don't necessarily need to be changed. But nonetheless, it's a very interesting discussion, but it's funny how it just came up in the last two races, whereas before we never really would have talked about it. I think the issue was the four red flags in Baku. I mean, it was just crazy how long that qualifying session went on, but um, what are you going to do? You're going to penalize Sonoda for finishing, for you know crashing out in seventh? Like, I don't get how you penalize him for doing that. You know, obviously he didn't do it on purpose because he doesn't want to, he wants to finish, you know, or qualify higher than seventh or what. I don't know. I don't know where he qualified. That's just kind of my banker where he was. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Like you, you can penalize four drivers for accidentally crashing out. You know, it's, I don't know how you can do that. Now, maybe if you wanted to give a penalty, you could add penalty points to the licensing system. But then again, that whole system is in place for dangerous driving, which, yeah. I mean, just as a side note, the whole penalty point system is a joke anyway because Lando Norris received three for his red flag uh, infringement in qualifying in Baku, which is ridiculous because Nico Hulkenberg back in 2018 when he rammed into the back of Alonso, sent him flying, got the same amount of points. So it's not a good system because it should penalize drivers for dangerous driving, like the Mazepin incident from Baku, for example. So that could potentially be an option. I would also say, too, that another penalty is for the team, right? I mean, it's costing a team a lot of money to repair the car. You know, with Sonoda's crash, with Sainz's crash in Azerbaijan, I mean, Leclerc's massive crash, right? So there's a lot of money at play, too, for the teams have to spend for the drivers to go out and crash. So it's not an issue for me that really should be looked at any further because these these drivers aren't going to crash these cars on purpose, especially with the budget cap in place and everything like that. So I think that's my, my wrap on that whole red flag quality debate, if you had anything else to add. No, I completely agree with you, Chris. I think you brought up some, some great points for everyone to discuss down in the comments below. Yeah, exactly right. And that's why we wanted to do it, because it was kind of, I'm curious what other people have to think. And, and if you got any ideas to add to the discussion that we just had, it may be something that we missed. So please do drop your comments down in, down in the video section down below. If uh, you're listening to this just on an audio platform, you can head over to YouTube or just tweet us at TBMF1 show and let us know your thoughts on the whole red flag quality penalization debate that's been going on. And I guess we'll see in the next couple of weeks whether the FIA or Formula One decide to implement anything. And then maybe we'll have to do a part two to this discussion. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what they do. I don't know if they'll do anything, but um, you never know. The FIA, they're always trying to tinker with something. Yeah, absolutely. 
All right, Tyler. Well, thanks for joining me today for this discussion and bonus episode of the Backmarkers F1 Show podcast. If you like what you saw and you like what you heard, give this video a like and also subscribe to our channel if you haven't already done so. And if you want to check out some of our other podcasts, for example, we just recently released our 2021 Azerbaijan Grand Prix recap. So please do check that out. It can be found all on the homepage of our channel or in the podcast section of your favorite podcast app player. Tyler, thanks again for joining me. Thank you all out there for the support and for watching today's video. We'll see you next time.